Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Real estate's a team sport, as they say. So there's several pieces of the pie and you just got to figure out what pieces you can add to it and where other people can add to that pie. Real quick, before the episode, I want to give you a gift of 25% off. And that gift actually is from TransUnion Smart Move. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. Because as landlords, we tend to be most concerned with getting paid on time. You might also know that hundreds of thousands of landlords have to deal with the headaches of evicting tenants each year. Evicting a tenant can be painful, costing as much as $10,000 in court costs and legal fees, and take as long as four weeks to complete. What if there's a trusted way to help prevent the headaches of dealing with evicting a tenant? Make the smart move right from the start. Smart Move's online tenant screening solution can help you quickly understand if you're getting a reliable tenant which will help you avoid potential problems such as non-payment and evictions. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast are invited to try SmartMove Tenant Screening for 25% off. Here's how SmartMove can help you find your next great tenant. Make a more informed decision with SmartMove's proprietary credit score built specifically for tenant screening, which predicts evictions 15% better than a typical credit score. Reduce non-payment risk with SmartMove's Income Insights Report, which enables you to analyze the applicant's income within minutes and determine if additional income verification is needed. Get critical information quickly with a full credit report, criminal background, and eviction history report. With over 5 million screenings completed, SmartMove can help you make a better leasing decision for your rental property. If you own a rental property, SmartMove can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion SmartMove, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Kyle Mitchell. How you doing, Kyle? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And it's my pleasure. A little bit about Kyle. He's a managing partner and co-founder of Limitless Estates, recently closed on his first multifamily syndication in May of 2019, based in Los Angeles, California. So with that being said, Kyle, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And what we focus on is value-add multifamily out in the Arizona markets. And back about 18 months ago is when we first found multifamily and got started educating ourselves and left my full-time job about eight months ago. 
to pursue this full time. And as you mentioned, we just closed on our first project, a 42 unit property out in Tucson, Arizona a couple months ago. Well, you got a lot of exciting things going on. Congratulations on the closing. So you said you got focused on multifamily or are interested in it 18 months ago. What were you doing at the time as a profession? I was a regional manager for a golf management company. So I oversaw about $20 million in revenue and had about 250 employees. And you can think about our company kind of like a third-party property management company. Municipalities would hire golf management companies to come into their properties and manage their facilities for them. Okay, got it. And your role specifically within that was what? I was a regional manager and a general manager, so I oversaw the operations of the golf courses and the day-to-day business. Okay. So let's talk about you leaving your job eight months ago to focus on, I imagine, this full-time, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I've always been an entrepreneur at heart, and I've always wanted to leave my full-time job, and I've just been waiting for the right time to do it and find the right vehicle. And about six years ago, I got started investing in single-family homes, and much like many people, learned you can't scale as quickly as I wanted to. And that's when I started looking into multifamily. So once I found multifamily, I fell in love with it, fell in love with the business model. And as soon as we felt like we had enough of an investor base, enough knowledge, and big enough network, I decided to leave and pursue this full time. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's talk about the single family stuff so we get a full picture of your real estate background. What single family properties have you purchased? So I had nine single families. They're all out of state, some in Arkansas, Chicago, and Ohio area. And uh, I bought them all turnkey about four or five years ago. And at that point, I was just trying to get some passive income while I had my full-time job. And then, as I mentioned, quickly realized it's tough to scale, especially with turnkey. So decided to become more active and get into the multifamily syndication space. Okay. Do you still have those nine single families? I do, although I am trying to dispose of those. They do cash flow, but right now I want to put that capital to work in multifamily. Okay. So are you trying to sell them as a portfolio or just one-off transactions? I have them in three different markets. So basically, I have two in Arkansas, and I'm trying to sell those as two, three in Ohio, trying to sell those together, and then the four in Chicago. So three different portfolios. But if I get an offer, one off, then I'll take those as well. Unfortunately, those have been kind of my worst deal. I bought them turnkey, and at the time, I thought they appraised. They did appraise, but it's looking that they're worth less than what I purchased them for. So I'm having a little bit of trouble selling them, so I might have to take a loss on them. Okay. Let's talk about the 42 unit. You said when you said that we got focused on it 18 months ago or introduced to it, who's we? We is my fiance, who's my business partner. She still has a full-time job, but helps focus on raising capital. Okay. The 42 unit that you two purchased, were you two the only general partners in the deal? When we started out, yes, we tried to do it on our own, had a little bit trouble raising capital and a little bit trouble actually with the lender. So we had to switch lenders last minute and go with the Fannie Mae loan. So we had to bring on two other partners to help sign on the loan and raise a little bit of capital on the side. Okay. Let's get into the specifics of the 42 unit. How'd you find it? Well, by driving the market. We look in the Arizona markets. We live in Southern California. So what we would do is every other week, we would drive down to Tucson and it takes about seven hours. So we would leave at 2.30 in the morning, get in around nine or 10, And on the way, we would call brokers and tell them we're going to be in town and ask them if they had anything available. And it so happened that one of the brokers 
just got the listing that morning, hadn't toured the property really themselves and asked if we wanted to tour it. So we were the first ones to take a look at it. And as soon as it went to market, we had basically already put our offer in. So we had about a three-week head start. And about a week later, we got it under contract. How many times did you do that seven-hour drive prior to purchasing the 42-unit? I would say at least 10, and we still continue to do it. Sometimes we fly out here now, but we're out in the market every other week. Okay, and what are you doing in the market every other week now that you have a property? We're just meeting with brokers, telling them about that property. We're also meeting with potential investors, local people, and just trying to get to know the area a little bit better. When you're dealing with out-of-state, you don't know all the areas of the market unless you're driving it and spending some time in it. So we like to do that, and then we're buying brokers' lunches, coffees, whatever we can do to build better relationships. So you got it through a broker. What was the purchase price? $1.65 million. Okay. And total equity you raised was how much? A million. And I imagine since it was a agency loan, you raised the... CapEx budget from the equity from the investors, right? Correct. Closing costs around six hundred grand, and we raised another 350 or so for the renovations. And what are you doing renovation-wise? Full paint job, changing out the doors. This property specifically has sliding glass doors, believe it or not. So number one, it's a safety issue, and number two, the doors just don't work very well. So there's a lot of maintenance that has to be done on them. So ripping those out, putting full wood doors on there, changing out the railings and rebranding and re-signage. We'll add a small little dog park and a barbecue area. You bought that in May. So very recent. What have you learned so far after about a month or so on the property? That the residents just have not had communication with the previous property management. So we're bringing someone in there and spending time on the property, and they're really loving the feedback that they're getting from the property management, someone on site. We've also learned that we're able to get the market rents that we were hoping for after renovations, prior to renovations, so that's good news. Excellent. Yeah, that's great news. Congratulations on that. What is the rent bump that you're looking for or you have been achieving? About $125 plus an additional $35 for rubs. Mm, Yeah, good for you. How long is the loan? When does it mature? We've got a 12-year Fannie Mae loan, three years interest only, fully assumable at 4.2 interest rate. Okay. And when do you plan on exiting out of it? It's a six-year exit plan, but obviously if we're able to exit out of it a little bit sooner, depending on the rents that we're going to get after renovation, it'd be great to exit out of it in, in about year two or do a refinance. In terms of the equity raise, what about it was surprising when you were initially doing it and then you needed to bring on another partner to complete it? Yeah, it's our first time raising capital and you really get a peek behind the curtains of people's lives. We anticipated that we'd be able to raise the million dollars and we ended up raising 900 of that, but things happen in people's lives and it's a whole timing issue. So whether someone's having a baby or someone's out of the country for a month or someone's closing on another property so they need to show liquidity to the bank, All these things come up where life just happens. And really, when you're raising capital, I would say you want to anticipate at least two times the amount that you want to raise. If you want to raise a million dollars, you want to know that you have two million banked on. Mm -hmm. What are the terms that you have with this deal in terms of like GP, LP, PREF, all that? We got a six PREF, 80-20 split, six-year hold, just below a 14% IRR. 
Cool. What was your acquisition fee? Acquisition fee was 1%. Okay. So the acquisition fee isn't something that you're able to retire off of, clearly, but it certainly helps. But you left your job eight months ago. So how did you decide, okay, I need to leave my job or I want to leave my job, however it transpired, and I'm going to make it on my own with this real estate investing career? Well, first, I have an amazing fiance who is supporting me through this and said, let's do it. And number two, I just feel like if you're going to go all in and be one of the top players in the game, you've got to go full out. And that's just something that I decided to do. Back when I still had my job, we were still coming out to the market and we were still competing, but I just don't think that we were competing at the level that we needed to. We weren't building the relationships we needed to. We weren't networking as much as we needed to. We weren't building our investor base as much as we needed to. And the only way to do that was to be full-time and to go full out with it. So just decided to take a leap of faith and, and go after it hard. Based on your experience, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Get out of your comfort zone. If you're not pushing yourself to places you've never been, you're going to be stuck in the same spot forever. Yeah, well, you you certainly did that. And also, I'm sure you're very thankful for your fiance and her full-time job during this interim period. You got a 42 unit and you have a couple partners. How did you find the partner who ended up bringing the balance sheet for the loan? Through networking, we have a meetup group that we've had for about 14 months now. And I met him through that group. And we started talking and 10 months later, he approached me and said that he'd be interested in possibly partnering on certain deals. And he had the balance sheet and the experience. So I called him up and asked him. And how do you structure that with someone who brings that to the deal? I think it depends on the deal and the person, but basically we gave him a certain percentage for signing on the loan for us and real estate's a team sport, as they say. So there's several pieces of the pie and you just got to figure out what pieces you can add to it and where other people can add to that pie. And what's the range of equity that that person would get on a deal? I'd say anywhere between 5 and 15%. Knowing what you know now that you've completed your 42-unit purchase, if you were presenting the same exact deal this week, I'm sure there's something you would do a little bit differently than you did going into the 42-unit transaction. So what's something you'd do a little bit differently if presenting the same opportunity this week? I would have set up the team in advance and not tried to do everything myself. And then secondly, I would have probably better communicated with the lender what my plan was on the property and the GP structure. Will you elaborate on that? I I should have asked some follow-up questions about the lender and the loan. What transpired with that? Originally, we were going to go with a Freddie small balance loan, and we were going to try and do the full raise by ourselves. We had an extension built in just in case we weren't able to, but at that time, I failed to communicate to the lender that we'd be adding GPs later in the game. So basically with Freddie, they applied for the loan prior to that. It got to the point where it was too late to add on a GP. So we actually had to move lender and go with a Fannie Mae loan and then switch lenders completely. So obviously with 30 days left, it was a scramble at the end, but we were able to get it closed. And it worked out in the end. We ended up getting an 80 basis point discount on the interest rate because the interest rates had lowered so drastically. Oh, <laughs> that's So great. it ended up working out. Yeah. 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 I'm glad to hear that. Who did you have as your point person throughout that process? Did you have a mortgage broker? It was a mortgage broker, correct. And how did you get to know the mortgage broker? 
through podcasts and networking and going to certain events. And we had built a relationship with that person over the last five or six months. And I feel bad that we had to bail on that deal because we had built up that relationship. But unfortunately, based on the situation, they were unable to help me. And by switching over with someone who the other GP had a good relationship with, we were able to get it closed. Did you say you run a meetup group and have been for about 14 months? Right. We joined in on another meetup group. We were the second chapter to join, and we're now eight chapters, and I'm actually about to go nationwide towards the end of the year. But been doing that for about 14 months. We have about 1,400 members in our group, and I also have a second one that I started earlier this year that's more of a smaller roundtable for multifamily. Oh, cool. How do you structure the second one? It's roundtable. There's only about 10 people that come, and everyone gets to go around the table and talk. They'll talk about their goals what they're doing in the next 30 days to accomplish their goals, what have they achieved over the last seven days, if they have any needs or wants, and any opportunities. So I like it because everyone in that group gets to speak, whereas at our other events, which are great as well, they're more education-based. So it's networking, but not every person gets to speak their mind and share what they're going through. We're going to do a lightning round. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. If you own a rental property, TransUnion Smart Move can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellyn.com forward slash show. That's dwellyn.com forward slash show. Best ever book you've recently read? Best ever apartment syndication book. I modeled my business after that book and it's working great so far. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear that. What's the best ever deal that you've done so far? Let's remove the 42 unit because that was your answer, right? Clearly, 42 unit. Yeah, it yeah. is, but it's the only multifamily property that we've done. So <laughs> right. other than that, I don't really have one. Okay. Well, what's your best ever single family home purchase? Best ever single family home purchase is the ones in Arkansas. I like Arkansas because it's such a landlord-friendly state. If you are late on rent, even one day, you can evict them. So knock on wood, I've never had a late payment on rent in Arkansas. What's a mistake you've made on a transaction? Mistake was buying turnkey rentals out of state, sight unseen, especially the ones in Chicago. I'm still dealing with those problems right now. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Through our two monthly meetups, and then we also have a podcast, and we also host free webinars to help educate others in the space. How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing? You can either give me a call at 562-833-5010, email me at kmitchell at limitless-estates.com, or check out our podcast, Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate. Kyle, thank you for being on the show. Congratulations on the 42 unit. Thanks for sharing the lessons learned from the capital raise as well as getting the right team members in place. How you and your fiance have positioned your company to be at this stage. The seven-hour drives you two are taking at least 10 times in order to get the transaction and everything that you've got done to get to this point. So thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have the best ever day. We'll talk to you again soon.
Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellyn.com forward slash show. That's dot com forward slash show.